This is the John Oakley Show podcast. Mark Stein slated to join us here. Don't know if we're going to make contact to one of those technical glitches that seems to rear its ugly head too often. But nonetheless, uh, I was reading his Stein Online composition about the election. <laughs> I think he, he just nails it uh, when he talks about how, well, you know, he's teeing off on Andrew Scheer as much as Justin Trudeau. Uh, when it comes to Justin Trudeau, he says, if you thought the last four years of progressive virtue signaling was nuts, get ready for worse. Trudeau will survive in the commons only by pandering to lefties who take climate fanaticism and aboriginal land acknowledgments far more seriously than the blackface narcissist does. It's, wow. Uh, Them's fighting words. But as to Andrew Scheer, uh, when he talked about his platform being Scheer Dreck, uh, or as somebody had actually passed comment on that, I guess it was uh, Chris Selly in the the post, Mark Stein says, yeah, but Shear's a leader. It's his platform. It's his dreck. His party slogan was a car salesman's pitch, but with no vehicle, only the instant cash back. So I don't know how this augurs for the immediate future. Uh, we got our prime minister and the leader of the official opposition for now, Andrew Scheer, uh, and both scenarios actually don't paint uh, a very rosy picture going forward. But I did want to get Stein in here to speak directly to that. Those are his words, his quotes, and uh, I wanted him to perhaps expand on that. Mark Stein, international best-selling author and host of The Mark Stein Show. We've made connection. We've made contact. How are you this afternoon, Mark? (laughs) Yeah, the pipeline. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. It got got held up at the Quebec border, but but it found a workaround. I was going to say, if it was held up at the Quebec border, the Mounties would have escorted it in and... We would have been good to go. Right, right. But I was just, I was just reading some of your uh, trenchant points of view here on the, the party uh, in power as well as the one who lost. Well, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm staggered by the – I mean – uh, Terence Corcoran's column in the, in the uh, Financial Post saying, uh, remarking on the CBC panel where they said uh, the Tories lost because they didn't do more about uh, a carbon tax or whatever. You know, I, I, the last time we were on, we were talking about that terrible debate where, according to the moderators, the, the priorities of Canadians were climate change and Indigenous reconciliation. And that's complete rubbish. The reason he's got a minority is because Alberta uh, and the West generally is tired of being on the receiving end of climate fanaticism. And in Quebec, the multi-culti mumbo-jumbo has got to them and they want to go in a different direction. Right. So uh, Justin Trudeau has alienated two large swaths of the country, but he's still real strong and firm here in the 416. Toronto, unshakable. <laughs> Fortress Toronto, it's all red again, as it was the last time. Yeah. So what do you ascribe that, Mark? What do you think the well, reason? Well, 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 just on that point, uh, I, was in, I was in France a few months ago, and basically France, if you look at the map after the uh, European elections, Marine Le Pen has the country... And the, the the geographical nation and uh, Macron holds a few fashionable cities and suburbs. That's but because that's where all the people are. That's why Monsieur Macron is president. And in Canada, if you look at the Canadian map, uh, to look at it, you'd, you'd see the British Columbia coast, which is NDP orange. Uh, you'd see the West, which is Tory blue. Uh, you'd see Quebec. 
which is uh, Block East uh, Aquamarine or whatever they've got going on. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then and then you've got Atlantic Canada, which is Liberal Red. And you're thinking, uh, well, wait a minute, how then do the, the uh, grits get to form the government? And you can't actually even see, unless you zoom in, unless you're at Google Earth and you zoom into the... <laughs> Most closest thing, the the act that the liberal cities uh, in in the four one six and nine oh five that that put him in power. Uh, so it's actually an even nuttier situation than France because w- when Diane Francis talks about why we should let the Quebec and Western tails wag the dog, if you actually look at the map. It looks like uh, Quebec is a dog and the West is a dog and uh, and some mean-spirited liberal has tied their tails together. <laughs> right. Uh, but this is where the votes are. And uh, that's what they do. They pander to uh, certain sensibilities in certain regions and play off uh, regions against each other. And that's what we get at the end of the day, uh, what seems to be somewhat irre- irreconcilable. Am I wrong? Well, I do. I do think that uh, that Western alienate. Well, it, let's put it this way: if they were to start Wexit or a serious separatist movement, uh, they're not just doing it like Monsieur Parizeau to get more booty out of Ottawa, as he famously said. They they they're going because they want to go, uh, and I think that's uh, that would be a a huge problem for Canada, and it would actually probably lead to the breakup of Canada. Um, because uh, it's it 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 would be it would have even less rationale than it than it does at the moment. That's a real thing. Alberta is hurting uh, because Al- it's a real thing. Climate alarmism is just a sort of boutique accessory for most people. People aren't serious about it. They're no more serious than Leonardo DiCaprio and the rest of them jetting off to climate conferences in Tahiti in their <laughs> private planes. Uh, they're no more serious than that. But it's serious in Alberta It's because it's killing the place. Again with Mark Stein, host of The Mark Stein Show. So uh, let's dial it back into uh, where this election could have turned out differently. Uh, you Pull no punches when it comes to Andrew Scheer uh, suggesting, well, okay, I'll let you tee off because I was just reading one of the quotes from a recent posting you put Stein at Stein Online. Uh, tell me where this guy booted it. Oh, well, uh, you know, I mean, we've got a ridiculous situation uh, where we had the most in- incredible scandal. Uh, th- this Justin Trudeau turns out to have some 19th century minstrel fetish. <laughs> that would finish anybody. Uh, Shear, who's got the dirtiest dirty tricks operatives in his sewer of a war room, uh, <laughs> can't actually put a glove on the guy. I, I, think Scheer, I think this was a disaster. This election was a disaster for conservatism. Uh, he focused all his energy on uh, destroying Max. Maxime Bernier, uh, which I think was a disgraceful thing to do, and actually kicking conservative journalists out of his meetings uh, uh, when he was on the hustings. These are people he's going to need back in the fold. Uh, and, uh, and, and ever since he became leader, uh, he's been a thin-skinned guy who actually has been unable to reach out uh, he has this bland exterior, but underneath the bland exterior, I think, is a thin-skinned, petty, and vindictive man. And I would rather see the back of him. Uh, for a start, I think it's outrageous that a speaker then decides to run for party leader. That's never happened in Canadian history. It's completely repulsive and repugnant 
uh, to the Westminster tradition where the speaker, you, you become speaker when your political ambitions are over and you're a, a non-partisan figure respected on both sides. The idea, that, that in itself told us this is not a normal guy uh, and, and his stewardship of the party driving Bernier out, which I think you can laugh about the 1.6%, but in close races it's estimated to have cost them seven or eight seats. This guy... Uh, is an idiot, and he's running the party into the ground. Ooh, a Mark Stein pulling no punches. By the way, I liked your line, Rosie Barton's life-size CBC hologram of Sheer had as much substance as the <laughs> yeah, real thing. they should run that one <laughs> next time. <laughs> well, wasn't that spooky? I mean, I didn't know what that was at first. As I'm watching this thing, and Jagmeet Singh comes out, I say, how did they pull him out? Was he taping a special across the hall? Where was he? And anyway, the guy walks right out through the set. It was almost like that scene in uh, Christmas Carol, you know, where the ghost of Jacob Marley. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, unfortunately, as far as conservatives are, it's the ghost of Christmas that's never going to show up. <laughs> right. I thought you made a poignant uh, remark when you also wrote that uh, you like Mrs. Thatcher's approach. And what is that? Well, Mrs. Thatcher had a terrific line, which is first you win the argument, then you win the election. If you never make the argument, you're never going to win the election. Uh, the, the 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 French uh, slogan that the Tories used was uh, translates as "more for you right now." In other words, they they the, whatever their thing was, they were going to have tax credits if you make your seven year old learn the saxophone. Okay, <laughs> uh, he'll drive you nuts with it. Uh, you won't be able to get a, a moment's rest in the evening. You'll be watching, <laughs> wanting to settle down and watch Rosie Barton dating the hologram of Andrew Shear, and the racket of your seven year old playing the sax will be coming through the wall. But you'll get some stupid tax credit for it. This isn't conservatism. This this is uh, this is a, a party that. Stands Stands for nothing, and and that uh, I would rather, you know, when you look at these ones who are now uh, Lisa Raitt, for example, I don't agree with uh, Lisa on uh, most things, but she, as a functioning human being, she does a much better job than Andrew Shear if he hasn't actually changed places with his hologram. Uh, I don't know whether that wasn't the hologram on the stump and Andrew Shears having dinner with Rosie Barton somewhere. <laughs> Stein, you're merciless today. Uh, and so uh, you'd rather see the back of him, like, get get him out of there. You've got to find a replacement because they say these things, minority governments tend to la- last about two years at the outside. Uh, you think there's time to turn it around, uh, the good ship conservative? Well, not the last last time around. They had a two-year election campaign. <laughs> so these days, so that's another brilliant masterstroke. They've got election campaigns that run longer than parliaments. <laughs> <laughs> so, but I tell I tell you that I tell you this, Ronna Ronna Ambrose, for example, and again, she's someone she's actually rather good on free speech issues. There's things I don't agree with her with, uh, on, but but Ronna Ambrose again is a much more coherent substantive person in in public and it's this particular combination with Cher, this sort of bland vapid exterior uh and and uh, then i think as david solway said this sort of vicious uh, these vicious attack poodles who uh, as david solway said uh, basically is uh, have the com- uh, in combination are as sentient as a zucchini and, uh, i think that's uh, i think i think that's uh, i've got i've got no use for this kind of conservatism and you're not going to grow you're not going to grow anything if you if you if you just always play if you don't make the argument you wind up always playing on the left's turf uh, and that's uh, and that's a classic example this last 6 weeks 
Best defense, good offense. Uh, they say that in sports, yeah, and it absolutely. works in politics, too. <laughs> All right, Mark, we'll let you go on that note. It's always a pleasure to have you weigh in, and uh, we've sorted things out. It was good yeah. to talk. Yep. Yeah, sorry uh, so, sorry, I wasn't uh, calmer and more moderate and reflective, but I get uh, more steamed about this guy the more I think about well, it. Well, next time we'll have you come in on the show as a hologram. <laughs> okay. Actually, my hologram is far more personable than to my 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 hologram is uh, actually running for premier of Quebec right now. Right, and it's actually got the inside track. It looks like uh, there's a shot at winning. What the hell? I mean, right. maybe that's the, that's the solution. We don't need leaders anymore. Just run the hologram. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Of course, no, uh, so, no. But seriously, Frank Zappa's hologram is touring. Uh, <laughs> you know, so so why couldn't we? We have Sir John A. Macdonald's hologram uh, as leader of the Tory party. Wow. Uh, you know you've hit rock bottom when you're a band that actually opens for a hologram. <laughs> anyway, uh, always a pleasure, Mark. We'll do it again soon. Thanks a lot, John. you got a Mark Stein, international best-selling author, host of the Mark Stein Show. Thanks for listening to the John Oakley Show podcast. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe for free at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and anywhere else you get your on-demand audio.